What you might hear on the Dad Podcast can be considered offensive. We have explicit content. You have been warned. Proceed with caution. Titties! You're listening to the Dad Podcast. Let's get started. Fuck those little kids. Yeah. I'm solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, I'm riding solo, solo. Well, here I am again doing another solo episode. Uh, you know, with family and friends and sports and school starting back up, it's getting harder and harder to find uh, someone who can do this all the time. But uh, I'll just keep going, keep pushing through. Yeah, I woke up this morning uh, to cloudy, rainy weather, my happy weather. Uh, really puts me in a good mood. I don't know why. You know, I'm a, I'm a little weird that way, I guess. I love the gray, the gloom, the rain, the, the, the colder air. Uh, I'm not a fan of the heat at all whatsoever uh it does things to me i don't like i just can't stand it it's just uncomfortable i would rather be cold than hot and uh so i'm, I'm looking forward to the fall coming up very quickly please um uh you know my wife likes to tell me oh it's cooling down next week's gonna be cooler it's still gonna be 89 90 degrees still way too hot for me i'm talking like 50 60s that's that's the best the best temperature out there uh i'm fine with the sunshine you know, I do. I do like the gray. Uh, I, I'm fine. Bring the sun out, but just don't go above sixty. Keep it, keep it sixty and below. I would be so happy. Uh, I know. I know where I'm at in Idaho. That's definitely not a possibility. That happens. Uh, you know, the weather. The weather likes to fuck with you here. The weather likes to say, "Oh, you're enjoying this. Well, here," and just completely turn it around. <coughs> it doesn't want to keep anybody happy. It wants to keep everybody mad. And, uh, you know, so, you know, thanks weather. You're awesome. You're, I'm glad you're, you're there for me. Speaking of being there for you, uh, you know, how many, how many chances do you give a friend and I'm doing air quotes here, uh, someone you considered a friend to not be there for you before you just completely get them out of your life. And, you know, some people that's hard to do. It's hard to, to just say, look, you've been around forever. You know, and we've been, we've been friends, we've done things together. And, and then all of a sudden like, yeah, I just don't want you around anymore. How many chances do you give them? How often do you let that happen? You know, before you're like, look, you're just not a good person. You know, and I, I'm, I'm older. I've had many friends like that. Uh, you know, I've had friends that I grew up with and, and we were together nonstop, you know, almost every day. Um, and I haven't seen one of them for years. And I still consider him a friend. Um, I do feel it's probably not the way it used to be a hundred percent. Uh, things change, obviously. Um, I don't know. I honestly really don't know. I do feel in my heart that if I called him up, he'd be there if I really needed him, but I can't say that for sure. And then I've had friends that I've only known for, you know, a few years of my adulthood that would drop everything on a dime and be there for me no matter what it was. And then I have people who I thought were my friends and I ask for the smallest favor, like, Hey, my car died. Can you come help me out? And I get answers like, eh, just take an Uber, you know, you know, not doing anything, just sitting on their couch doing nothing. Eh, just take an Uber. I don't want to help you. That's not a friend. That's, that's not even like, 
I don't know, not even an acquaintance. Not somebody I would be like, hey, you know, that's cool. You didn't want to help me out. That's cool. Let's go have a beer. No. I just, you know, I don't need that. I don't want that in my life. I don't need that in my life. Uh, and then there's the friends that are work friends. People you see at work, but you really don't care to hang out with outside of work. And they keep in trying to get you to go. They invite you sometimes to things, and then they don't invite you to some things. And then they make you feel bad if you don't go to things, and then you're upset that they didn't invite you to certain things. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, my eldest has moved out. He's moved out onto his own. You know, I mean, he's still close. He's still in the same city as I am, but... His friends and, and what is considered friends nowadays and, and how they make them and how they interact is totally alien to me. I, I don't get it. Even, you know, all my kids, not just my oldest, but I'm talking about my oldest because he lives alone and I want him to be able to go do things with friends. But sometimes he goes and does things with so-called friends or people that I don't necessary think he should hang out with and i get it i can't do anything but give my opinion but will giving my opinion drive him farther away you know make him not even come to me for things so it's it's hard being a parent you know and and trying to show them the right way or, or tell them you know trust me on this this is not the kind of person you want in your life and he does get hurt when somebody he wants in his life pretty much just screws him over and then a week later, or even three days later, it's all like nothing ever happened. And you know, and being an outsider, and I'm sure you know when I was younger, or even maybe in in adulthood, you know, if my wife, if you were to talk to her, she'd probably say the same thing that I do that sometimes, and maybe I do, and I just don't see it. But how do you tell somebody who's already like, all right, I'm going out on my own? How do you how do you tell them, hey, this person that you are fighting so hard? To keep as your friend isn't, is not a good person, does not need to be in your life, and is only going to cause you heartache, pain, and trouble. Why even try? Like, you know, it's just, it's just, what do you do? You know, as a parent, how do you, how do you do that? How do you handle that? It's not something that's easy, you know, and, and I've talked to him a couple times and I tried to tell him, you know, hey, he's not a good person. His heroes are horrible people horrible horrible people and he looks up to them and thinks they're great and people you know him and i have talked about that are horrible and how are they allowed to even be out in the world and 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 pushing their horrible ways onto other people and and knowing that they're not good people yet this this person idolizes that and wants to be like that and strives to be like that horrible person why would you want that in your life. Why are you pushing so hard to make this person your friend? And is it like, do you think you can change them and make them see the error in their ways? Uh, you know, or, or, or what, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Like he's a good, he's a good kid. My, my oldest is a great kid. He's very, very helpful, very, you know, artistic, very out there very willing to help if somebody needed help, even if it was somebody he didn't like. If if his worst enemy came up to him and said, hey, 
I need help doing this because I can't do it myself. He would do that. And I take pride in that because I feel that as a parent, I helped raise him to be that way. And, and I'd like to say that I'm that way. And he would do that for this person or, or people or, or anybody. And it just hurts him. And then I, as a parent, sit there and I listen and I take in and, and, and try to comfort him in this hurt. And so then I feel the hurt. And then I get pissed. And I want to go say something to this other person. But I know that's going to hurt him even more. And I get it at, at some point, you know. And I never understood this when I was younger. You know, I do get you have to let go at some point. But when is that point? Because you're always going to be the parent. You're always going to be there. So when is that point to let go? Like, and why? Why do you have to let go? I, I get letting them make their own choices, um, you know, and, and my wife and I, we've never been huge on, like, sheltering or, or stopping them from doing things um, that they want to do or try, even if we didn't quite agree with it. So so we're not, like, you know, holding on tight and, oh, my little boo bear, no, it's, it's not like that. But But can you ever, as a parent... You know, you know, just let go and be like, whatever. How do you do that? Like, and, and I see people in the news and, and people in this area that do that to their kids when they're still living with them and then at a young age and be like, just whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to do anything for you. I've got a couple kids in, in my neighborhood that I believe they don't get food unless they get it at school. I don't think they get dinner. I don't think their father takes care of them at all. Um, and it's to the point sometimes where they come over and they're like, can I have dinner at your house tonight? And I feel like a jerk because, you know, honestly, 100% of the time, they're not really the nicest kids. Sometimes they say things, they do things that I don't agree with, and it makes me mad. Uh, they talk to me in a way that I don't feel is respectful, and I don't want that in my house. But then I think about it after the fact. I was like, that's how they're raised. That's that's what they're shown is the way to treat people. And am I a bad person for turning it away? Uh, you know, or seeing these kids and and I mean, by no means is, is the kid look like he's starving. Okay, and I'm not I'm not trying to talk down about about him, but I do just things I hear and things I see and and between his interactions with other people and stuff. And this is, this is, sorry, this is now my youngest son that I'm talking about. Uh, and some of you who listen uh, know the, the kids I'm talking about because you've dealt with them too. And it's it, like, do you step into that? You know, and I used to, used to think yes. And, you know, again, this, this is going on like, when do you, when do you let go of your kids? And I, I personally 100% do not feel that, that is a good time. You know, in my mind, it was really never a good time. But 18, I understand if a parent just like, let's go with the kid at 18 and be like, look, you're on your own now. Make your life and your choices. I get that. But you should still be there and still be in their life and support them in their choices and help them see, you know, if you can, their choices. And these these kids are young um, I'm like my youngest is 12 and it's like his age or below. And I've 
been in this area and I pretty much have watched them grow up. And so I see what goes on in their lives and, and I do feel for them. And then here I am still saying, no, you can't eat dinner at my house because I didn't make enough for you too. And I feel bad. I do. I do feel bad at the time I say it. I feel bad afterwards. But is it my job to, you know, take on this other kid and, and support him and help them out? And I mean, I, I, I don't know. I probably sound like a jackass, you know, say, saying my job or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm not, I don't always shut them out. And I do try to do what I can. But how could a parent let them go so young when I can't even let mine go when he's old enough to be let go? And I guess that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to let go. Like, I, I love my kids. I love being a dad, uh, you know, and I try to be a good role model and parent to them. And when it's time, when my youngest moves out, I mean, look, he's 12. He'll be 18 in six years and maybe moving out of the house. I don't know. When that time comes, how am, how am I going to feel then? Am I going to be able to? You know, if, if right now my oldest is is out. I mean, and, and, and the crazy part is like, yes, he's out. He doesn't live with us. He didn't sleep here. But he's still my employee too, so I see him every day. You know, I would talk with him all the time. But it still feels like, I don't know, like he's leaving. And, and how as a parent do you let that or do you accept that, or do you be okay with that? Like, it's, it's, it's tough. And I never thought I was going to be the parent that was going to be that way. I never thought growing, you know, growing up or, or even into my 20s and 30s, you know, and even when, when I first had the kids, like, I never thought that I was going to be, like, so torn about my kids moving out when they were, when they were old enough. Um. But here I am, and it's just trying to figure out, like, am I still trying to push too much to be in his life? Am I helping enough? Uh, and, and this is all going back to the whole friend thing. Like, do I just step aside and let him see that these are bad people and get hurt? Um, or worse, because some of this can get him in worse trouble than just being emotionally hurt. Um or do I keep pushing and saying, hey, trust me on this. These are not the people you want in your life. But also, I don't want to push him into anything else by doing that. So, you know, what do you, what do, you do? As a parent, what do you do? How do you, how do you handle situations like this? You know, it's... in. Obviously, I've got many more years to go, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, you know, all these people, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, like, I'm not going to go out and buy books and read books on how to be a parent, because there is no right way. It, you know, be there for your kids, show up, be a parent. No book is going to tell you how to raise your kids. It's going to tell you how they raise theirs and how they think is the right way to do it. No, okay, that's not the right way for everybody. And yes, I make comments that this this generation and and... You know, the generation below me who is having kids now, we are, we are sheltering and, and raising our kids in a way that is making them to where they cry and want to sue people and throw fits and cause problems 
because they didn't like what somebody said, whether it was towards them or towards somebody else. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying like they should be raised like with a strict hand and, and teach them to, to be tough. and But stop getting offended over every little thing that is said, especially when it's not said to you, about you, or about or to anybody you are with. People can talk. Sometimes people just need to say things, and sometimes they just come out, and it just happens, and they don't necessarily mean what they say. It's just in, in at the spur of the moment, and, and just butt out. All right. Now back to back to like, do you step in as as uh, an outsider when you see something not right with the kid? Um, and I used to think, yes, you should. I mean, definitely a hundred percent. And I still deep down feel, yes, step in. That don't let this kid be treated this way. But then I was told by somebody, and I never thought about it this way. Sometimes when you step in and you do that, it makes it worse for the kid because you have embarrassed or shamed their parent and then they get mad and then they take it out even more on the kid. So what do you do? Like, do you risk that or do you sit back and be like, if I say something, it's going to be worse for him. So I'm just going to let him keep being treated and raised this way. Do you hide, you know, to the side and act like you don't see anything? Do you let them in your family in a sense, you know, which I, I, you know, I I grew up that way. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me me rephrase. I didn't grow up in abusive or horrible family, you know, environment. I grew up in the sense that I had friends over for dinner a lot. My friends were over all the time. They'd eat dinner, breakfast, whatever. My brothers and sisters, friends were over all the time. I grew up in a house where, Friends were able to just come over, all right? Nowadays, it's not the case, and and I do get it. It's like, you know, I have some of my kids have anxiety and and can't be around a lot of that. Um, My wife doesn't like to be around a lot of loud noise and people, and it makes it even more tough because I'm the opposite. I like having people around. I like having the noise. I like hearing my kids play and enjoy and have fun. So what do you do in that sense? Like, do you bring them in and let them eat dinner here every night because you feel they're not getting the right food? Is that going to cause more problems in their home life? Is, there, is their parents, parent or parents going to, you know, get upset that they're over here and then stop that from happening and make it worse? Like, where does it, where is it right in, in to step in or is it right to step in or, or, how do you handle something like that? Like, it's tough. I, uh, you know, under a different, a different subject, because just the way I keep jumping back and forth made me think of this, it's been brought to my attention by multiple people, and I never have thought this in my life, um, that maybe, by chance, I might have some sort of ADD or, or, or something like that, and... I never thought about it. You know, I know my wife makes fun of me for my half sentences or just, you know, changing subjects out of nowhere. And I try to explain it to her, like, in my mind. Um, there's just a, th- a thousand things going on. Like, 
and I'm not trying to make it say like like I'm I'm a genius and I'm always this. There's just all kinds of things always going on in my head. And sometimes it's like I'm having a conversation and I think I'm having a conversation and so I will keep going on that. And then people around me are like, what? And I think I'm having that conversation with them and I guess I'm not. Or, you know, something will come up like, oh, yeah, this. And it has nothing to do with anything we're talking about or I'll come back to it. We'll be going over something. Just just like I do, you know, sometimes when I'm on here with my buddies and we're talking and we'll have a conversation. We were like, ah, what was that? Ah, I can't remember what that was. 30 minutes later, just out of nowhere, I'm just like, boom. And I spit it out. But then everybody's confused, like, what? And then I'm like, you know, back there. So, and it does sometimes, like, annoy me too because I can't shut my brain off. And and I get it and I hear about it a lot and it does drive me crazy. But how do you know, you know, like, again, back when I was a kid, you know, 80s, you know, they were just drug kids. And to a, to an extent, they still are today, and it, it, it annoys me. I'm not a fan of being medicated. Um, prescription drugs, I think a lot of them, the side effects, the possibility of some of these side effects are worse than the outcome of what they can do for you. But that's a totally different subject. But back when I was younger, like, you know, kids would be taken all the time to be checked and then they get drugged up on Ritalin or something and it just makes them numb to the world and, and, and does it help? Does it not? Like, how would you even know, you know, like I, I know I'm sure I was never tested, but even if I was, I wouldn't ever want to be on medication all the time. You know, I've seen what medication does to, to people around me and like, I, I was just looking when I was talking about that, I was just looking, uh, the best way to know for sure whether or not you have ADHD or ADD is to take an assessment. And I'm like, okay, but, can you know, is it really accurate just hopping online and doing it? Um, you know, is my half sentences or my, my million things going on in my brain all the time, is that a symptom of ADD or ADHD or, or um, you know, is it is it? bad like I don't think I don't I don't take it as something bad annoying sometimes yes I I don't think it's something bad like and and again going back to the medication I don't want to be medicated I don't want to change who I am or how I am like medication could screw up with my you know like I enjoy having a very great vivid imagination I can I can look at things and see things and things that nobody else can see other than a few people that are around me you know I, I I get I love that I don't want that to change uh, I, I don't want any anything like that gone. Um, you know, some some of the symptoms look like it says difficulty paying attention. Uh, I guess, you know, I have had people tell me that they don't feel like they have my attention. And they do. It, it just, just like my kids, like, they'll be talking to me. And I'm hearing it. And I'm taking it in. But I'm doing something else at the time. And I, they do yell at me a lot. They get mad at me. Like, you're not even listening. And I'm like, yes, I am. And I can repeat what they said. And sometimes that makes me even more mad. Sometimes it doesn't. But is it a bad thing? Um, 
you sit down to answer an email with a dry beep, so you get up and empty. That happens a lot at work. I sit down to do something, and that has caused a few problems at work. Not bad, but like I'll sit down to send an email, um, you know, take care of something at work, and something else will happen, and I'll get up and go do that, and then I forget that I was doing the first thing, and it doesn't get taken care of, and then, you know, it comes up later. And I do apologize. Like, that's my bad. I sat down to do it. Something came up and I forgot, you know. Uh, I don't think I frequently interrupt people. Hopefully not. Uh, I do have a lot of stuff that goes missing daily. That is, that is, that is, uh, you know, something. So just in the difficulty paying attention, I have one, two, probably three out of the five things. Mood swings, I don't, I don't think I have them. Uh, my wife has told me not, not quick to temper, but she has pointed out that sometimes I look like I'm angry. I just think that's my mug. That's just my face. I don't know. Like I get asked a lot by her for out and about, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? Nothing. Like I'm just sitting here. I don't see what I look like. I don't think my temperament changes, but I have been told. So I guess that's one, um, I don't think I get frustrated with my kids a lot more than any other adult. You know, when you tell your kid to clean their room for two years straight and it's still not clean, and then you yell at them again to clean their room, I don't, I, you know, or, or you, you tell your kids to go put on their shoes or go do this, and I said, oh, I can't find them, and you turn your head and they're sitting right there. Like, I, I think that's normal adulthood with kids. I don't think that's I'm, – I'm not going to give myself that one. I, I don't feel that, that that's there. Um. I also don't feel that my emotions are not within my control. Uh, I do. I am tired a lot, especially more than more nowadays. Um, but it's not like I, I just attribute that to work and and you know my son in football and school starting up for the kids and so many things I want to get done and again so many things going on in my brain. I I just I I I, I feel like it plenty of sleep it's not like i wake up at six in the morning and be like oh i want two more hours of sleep i don't feel that um but i do get tired but again i'm old out of shape it happens i mean who at the age of 44 who is not in the best of physical conditioning uh doesn't get tired a lot it's just i think that's more i think that's more me uh so i don't think the mood swings really fit into my figure out if i do have add or adhd at all uh but i could be wrong this is ob- this is obviously me on how i think you know maybe some of these uh, these these uh assessments need to be taken by people in your life too not just you because maybe i'm in a denial maybe maybe i just don't see it um disorganization uh one junk drawer you dig through to find a pen doesn't count and we're talking about overall struggle to keep things orderly Look for these symptoms. Let's see. Friends and family loving the joke that your room, house, car is a mess, and they watch you search for things. Okay. You know, again, let's let's discuss this. So my, my desk at work, my desk, my art desk, my computer desk at home, and my podcast room should, uh, I keep organized. I would love to keep my garage organized. Now, the downside to this, and yes, I'm going to push off the blame here. Uh, there's also three kids and another person besides me, my spouse, living in this house. 
All right. And I'm not saying the whole mess is, is this theirs. Um, I do sometimes also make it messy, but I'm not taking the full blame for this garage. Um, so, uh, we'll give that one a 50, 50. Um, I don't struggle to prioritize work. No. And more than a few missed deadlines. No, I don't think, I don't think I have many missed deadlines. Again, you'd have to ask my boss there. I don't think I do, but who knows? Hyperactivity. Doodling during a less than thrilling meeting. Yes. Um, but if your hands, feet, or entire body must always be in some sort of motion, that might be something to look into. I do, I do move around a lot. Um, even if I'm just sitting at a desk, either my legs are bouncing, my hands are moving. Uh, I talk with my hands. I don't know. I, I just feel that's a normal trait. Uh, I don't know if friends and family regularly ask me to stop tapping my foot, shaking a table, or making an annoying sound. I guess my wife does uh, and my boss does. Um, I usually keep a racquetball or, or you know some some sort of ball like that that you know I play with, I fidget around with, bounce around. Um, I got a little rubber frisbee that I do the same thing with. Um, I don't stand up and walk around during meetings. Um, I, I do maybe focus better when I keep my hands busy. I, I probably. I do definitely hyper focus this thing. It, when it says like, where did the time go? You find yourself swept up in the flow of an activity, a book or task and losing hours. Yes, I've had that happen, but who hasn't? I mean, you, you sit down, you pick up a good book and you start reading and then three hours can go by and you're like, whoa, what? Who hasn't had that happen? I don't know if that really counts. Um, impulsivity and creativity. Uh, you take risks. You don't always think through consequences. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me a lot. Um, I, I do feel that I'm a creative person, so who knows? I, I don't know. Like, again, anybody who, who listens and knows me, you know, you can make your own assumption and, 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 and come across whether yes or no, but, uh, I just, I don't know. It's hard. And then again, coming back to it, even if I am diagnosed with it or, or, or have it, is it really a bad thing? You know, I've gone 44 years living my life this way, and I don't feel as bad. I think I'm in a great place. You know, I've got, a, I've got a wife. I've got three kids. I've got a house. I've got, you know, whatever I need. I'm, I'm doing this podcast. I've, I've, I've got support from some people on certain things, and some people I'd rather have support from that I don't, but whatever. I am in a good place, and I don't feel I'm in my wife, and I, we don't fight. You know, we argue once a month, but we don't fight. We don't yell. We don't, you know, it, it, it's, it's definitely not a problem. So is it a problem? Like why, why does, why would medication make it better? You know, why medicate myself and change who I am because I might have this and I won't. Even if I, if I do take an assessment or I see a doctor and they diagnose me, I will not take medication. I won't do it because I don't see it as a bad thing. I, I sometimes love that there's so much going on in my head. Um, I have journals. I have uh, different things that sometimes I'll be like, oh, and I'll write it down. Uh, you know, I take notes on my phone. And it, it's just, I, I find it to be a good thing. Like, like it's awesome. And I don't know why or when or, you know, why does it ADD or ADHD, why does it have to be a bad thing? It, it, 
it doesn't seem like, I mean, reading through some of the symptoms, they don't seem like they're horrible. You know what I mean? They're not problem causing. I guess if you can't sit still in a meeting at work, that could end up causing a problem. But I mean, who likes boring meetings anyways? Um, have a meeting over the phone or online. I don't, I don't know. Like again, and this is just me. This is just one person saying, you know, this, and as some of you who listen, Sean, uh, I really love getting your feedback. Uh, Julie, my sister, uh, Chase, Chase from this actual podcast, um, listens and gives me feedback. So you, maybe you three tell me, do you think there's a chance? Do I seem like somebody who has that? Or is it just a couple people who don't, you know, understand me. Um, and let's let's go on to that too. Like uh, understanding other people. Like I know that my oldest, you know, he's got issues, anxiety, and some other stuff going on. And and even my daughter, my my middle child, she also does. I don't understand the feelings they have, the things that go on in their mind. Um, but I do try to help when I can, and 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 I talk to them and try to get you know, how to help. So I don't know, like, like don't place judgment, I guess is what I'm saying on other people. Like, and I'm not talking, I'm not saying my wife judges me for, for any of my issues. Um, sometimes I do feel judged and treated different by certain people, even people in my life, people, family, people. Um, I feel like they're judging me because I'm not, who they think I should be or, or, or any of that, but like, how can anybody judge somebody else? And I, and I don't mean like, how can you judge somebody who murdered somebody else? I mean like just daily normal people who are good people. How can you judge what they wear, who they are, how they act? You don't know what, what goes on inside them. You don't know what's going on in their head. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what's going on with them physically, you know? Um, I'm not as active as I used to be, you know, you know, and, um, up until now, and I never even thought about it. And maybe it is, uh, the placebo effect or whatever, but you know, I found out a year or two ago that I have a pretty bad deviated septum on one side of my nose. I didn't know I had this. Um, but now I do notice that I get winded or, or it's harder to breathe or my allergies are really bad. Now, if I was never told I didn't have that deviated septum, would it still be the same way? Or would I think everything's fine? I I don't know. But um, or, the, or the way the heat hits me and people are like, you're just a pussy. Okay, you know, think of me what you will. But you don't know how it affects me. You don't know how I feel. So, you know, how is it okay? When did we, as a people, have we always been so judgmental of everybody else have we always been so easy to jump in and tell them that what they're doing is wrong or that they should stop that uh and maybe we have maybe we haven't i don't know um yeah i don't even know where it's going with that one it's just, it's just it's not judge people we don't know what goes on in people's lives you know take 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 into okay into account you know all these assholes who are you know, especially Florida. Florida's bad, and, and uh, you know other states too. But um, I, I just saw it on the you know news article on it again the other day. Like Florida's making it illegal for a man to dress in drag. Why? Why? Because you don't like how it makes you feel that a man wants to wear a dress. Well, what does it matter? It's not hurting anything. 
He's not out there robbing a bank because he's wearing a dress. He's not out there raping women because he's wearing a dress. He just wants to wear a dress. Let him be. Who cares? Uh, you know, and, and you all who listen, thank you very much for sticking around listening. Know how I feel about transgender and, and the LGBTQ plus community and, and all that. And where's it our place to tell them who they can and can't love? You know, um, my wife was watching a show this morning and I come down and this, this girl didn't have a good relationship with her dad, but she calls her dad. And it, it, it's um, one of those one of those reality shows, and I'm doing air quotes again because I feel a lot of those reality shows are staged, and it's not all true. Um, you know, a lot of it's scripted or whatever. But be that as it may, whatever. Um, she didn't have a good relationship with her father. Her sister talked to her into it. She called her father, and her father made some very bad derogatory comments over the phone, which was recorded and put on the show about the LGBT community. And she got pissed. She won't talk to her father. And uh, I'm the same way. Like, like I have people in my life that have problems with it. Cool. You're not in my life anymore. I don't care. Like you, you could be such a nice person to people, you know, and be like, yeah, I'll come help you and all that. And then you see something that you're like, no, that's not right. Uh, you shouldn't be a man who, who feels like he's a woman. That's no screw you. And then you, don't treat them well because they're different than you or, or a color of skin because their skin color is different than you. And you're like, Nope, that's not right. Who, who are you to judge? Like you don't know. And, and I wish it wasn't that way. And I don't think, I don't think it's ever going to change. I want it to change. I would love for it to change. I would love for everybody to just be able to live life and enjoy it. I love life. I love living it. I love enjoying it. I love experiencing new things, seeing new things. Why can't we just let other people do that too? You know, and again, I'm not talking murderers, rapists, you know. I'm not talking let them be. I'm talking let people be people and stay out of their life. Let them be happy. You know, why can't a man marry a man or a woman marry a woman and just be happy? Um, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah. So uh, also I've been reading a book. It's called the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, and I found out, um, some, <laughs> I don't want to say friend, but a Facebook friend, someone I knew in high school, um, posted the other day that he just got these books and he's reading them. And so I commented, you know, me too. And they are great. And it really does, uh, you know, going through it, there's, there's so much good in them. I'm not fully through it, but there is a lot, um, a, a lot of good things in them, and it does make me think. I want to say it makes you think, but I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Um, but some of them, like like this one, is a quote um, from a philosopher, Albert Camus, and he said, "You will never be happy if you continue to search for what happiness consists of. You will never live if you are looking for the meaning of life. So don't try." And I fully agree with that. Like. The more you try, and I don't mean everything in your life, um, but the more you try to be happy, or the more you try to be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, um, I don't, I don't know where I was going with this. I, I, I just don't try. Just, just be in the. Okay, let's go. Let's go, let's just go to people trying to have a baby. You know, they're trying to force their body to get pregnant, and it just it 
all it does is depress them and make them sad because it's not happening. Don't try. Just go out there and live, and it it's going to happen. You know, and I'm not a religious person. I'm not, uh, you know, heaven, hell, God, demons, Satan, whatever. But I am a, it'll happen when it happens. And when, it, when you know, when the time is right, it's going to happen. And, and maybe sometimes it's going to happen when the time isn't right. But you got to just adapt to that. You know, uh, my son Riley wasn't born at a time we were prepared and ready to have our third child. But we went with it. And we did it. And he's a great kid. And he's had a good life. And, and I'm happy at the, the, the young man he's becoming. And... It's, it's, you know, you just roll with it and go. Um, but yeah, like, like the whole, don't try to, I guess, I guess I'm taking away from that. Like, don't, don't try to be happy. Just be happy. Be happy with what you have or, 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 or be happy with, with who you're with. I mean, if you're not happy with who you're with, then get out and go find somebody you are happy with. I'm not telling you to stick in a relationship you're not happy with. I'm just saying like, like, why, why go out and like. That guy's got a better car and he's happy, so I need that car because that'll make me happy. Don't. No, it won't. It, it you know, it, it won't make you happy to 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 try to be like somebody else. Like, just be you. You know, and that's that's another another saying. And I I wish I could remember who said it. Um, Oliver or something. I think. Um. Just be you. Everybody else is taken. And I don't think that's the exact words. You know, quote for quote, but. That's that's like what he's saying. It's like just be yourself. Like don't don't try to be somebody else. Don't don't like I'm gonna be Brad Pitt. No, be you, Steve Smith. Like just be who you are. Accept who you are and be happy with that and, and, and enjoy life and just just you know enjoy everything around you. Um and in this whole chapter is talking about like the desire for more positive experience it's is itself a negative experience. And paradoxically, the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive experience so yeah you know i've had some things i screwed up in my life i accept that i did that i don't try to hide it i don't try to go back and say look if i change this this and this it happened it's part of who i am i did it it's done move on i accept that i did that i was stupid oh like this here okay our culture today and this is so true so true is obsessively focused on unrealistically positive expectations be happier be healthier be the best be better than the rest be smarter faster richer sexier more popular more productive more envied and more admired be perfect and amazing and crap out 12 carat gold nuggets before breakfast each morning while kissing your selfie ready spouse and two and a half kids goodbye now that is so true like like we are so on like social media social media is a cancer social media sucks because everybody's on there and they're trying and it, look i'm on there a lot too i do look for it, but i don't look for what people are on there looking for i look I, i go on uh i have a lot of you know like i find the funny videos or the funny memes but everybody is out there to get oh i need 10 million likes you know if, if this video gets a million likes i'll do this like what does it matter first off you're asking people who you don't even know to like this or like you you're putting yourself out there and be like you need to like me who cares and 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 it's just we are pushing that you know to be happy or to be this you have to be the most loved and the most famous and the most you know 
envied and, 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 you know, have people want to be like you. Why? I, I, I have friends, people I know who, you know, are living in a place. I'm like, I no, I couldn't live there. And again, yeah, I feel bad judging that, but they're happy. They don't care that they don't have a mansion and, and a, Tesla and, and a Lamborghini and, and a boat on the water. They don't care. They're happy. They're living life and they're just happy. Um, you know, the kids are good people. They're good people. They don't care. You know, I have I have a friend um, who's got a pretty small house, a couple kids, but he's happy. It doesn't matter. He doesn't need a huge house and maids and butlers and, you know, all this. And, and also there's people out there who do have that. Who have the maids and the butlers and the cars and the money and the parties and but they're not happy and they don't have the friends. They have people who who like them because they have all that stuff. But they're not happy inside. And and just I mean, I love just the title too, just the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Just don't give a fuck. And I and again, I mean that in a good way, like you know, I, I've been reading it and trying to, to go towards it and because I do or I did hold on to a lot. Like there could be something at work or, or something in my life and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make things worse for somebody else. So I'm just going to take that and I'm just going to be like and put it away. And there's been something that's bothered me for years and I sit this person down and be like, here's the deal. This is where it's going to be and this is I'm telling you this is how I feel about it. You do what you want with that. And if you never want to talk to me again, or if it upsets you, I apologize, but I'm not keeping it in anymore. Um, in my personal life, and it might make some people not be around me, but for lack of a better word, I don't give a fuck. I want to be happy, and I want to feel good, and I want to be known. I don't want to hide things. Um, same with work. You know, I'd let a lot of stuff at work get to me, and. I, it would piss me off and it would make me angry at work and people at work would see that. And then I would come home and I would keep that anger that I had at work about these people and be all pissed off. And then my wife and my kids got to deal with it or, or my friends or we're having a barbecue and, or I was camping and somebody at work sent out an email that said something that really ticked me off. And then I got even mad that my boss didn't step in and say, that's not right. You shouldn't do that kind of stuff. So I let all that get to me and then almost ruined the entire camping trip and fun for everybody else because I let that get to me and and I didn't just get rid of it. I just didn't give a fuck and get rid of it. I took it in and, and be like put it all on myself. And it was a comment that just shouldn't have been made. And again, this isn't my company. Um I I am, you know, a boss in this company and I want the company to do good because then it helps me do better. But if the owner isn't going to step in and do this. Why should I take it upon myself to worry and be upset and make other people around me upset uh, over it, if that makes sense? And this is all just stuff I'm kind of taking from what I'm reading in this book. And and I, I, I know I'm no philosopher. I'm not, you know, I'm not some genius. I'm not somebody anybody should really probably come to for... Um, you know, answers to any anything they have, but um, it all started because of, of this last one I want to I want to read to you. 
uh, it was talking about uh, the whole going off of two, don't try. It was and it and and a lot of the the, the don't try came from a uh, novelist Bukowski or something like that. Uh, I don't fully remember, but uh, he this guy just like he, he said he he's not a genius. Um, he wasn't overcoming unbelievable odds. It was just it was his simple ability to be completely unflinchingly honest with himself, especially the worst parts of himself, and to share his failings without hesitation or doubt. Um, and it says his, his real success was his comfort with himself as a failure. And I'm not calling myself a failure. I don't think I've failed. I mean, there's things I've wanted to do or tried that, yes, I do agree, I have failed at. But I haven't failed at life. I haven't failed at... A lot, a lot of stuff I try, um, and and I don't mean that I got it right. I don't mean that I that I did everything 100. percent I just mean I didn't fail, or or maybe I'm still going on that. Um, also, I, I don't count. Um, I don't count not doing something right. Like, you know, when I was growing up, I wanted to be, um, you know, a professional football player. player. Or, you know, a singer, like, like most kids. There were certain things I wanted to be, and I didn't be that. I don't count me not becoming that as a failure. Um, if, I, if I gave up and be like, I didn't do this, and so now I'm just a piece of garbage, and I'm out on the street doing meth, that would be a failure. I was like, okay. I wasn't good enough or in the spot I needed to be to accomplish that, so I'll go on to something else. Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I don't take being, I don't want to say being a failure because you're, you're never a failure, I guess. Uh, I don't take failing at something as making it bad or making you be a failure or, or whatever I'm trying to say. Like, like it's just something you go through. It's something that everybody has to deal with. It's something that happens. You know, you're not always going to be number one in the winter. And if you're always trying to be, and if you, if you can't accept that you're not always going to be number one, there's always going to be somebody better at something. Then you can't truly be happy. And, and, and that's what I try to tell my kids, too. Like, like my son, my, my 12-year-old, he's playing football, and he's awesome. He's great. He loves it. And I want him to continue to love it. And he keeps talking, like, I'm going to be a professional NFL player, and when I am, I'm doing this, and I'm doing that. And, and, and I support his dreams, and I, I'm going to keep supporting, and I keep pushing. I'm like, you can. If that's what you want, you can do it. But I also let him know, like, hey, 1%. And I could even be wrong. It could be less. Maybe it's a little bit more. But 1% of people actually make it to, to the NFL and, and to what they want to do. So push for it. Keep striving for it. But don't get down if you don't make it. Have fun getting to where you want to be. And and I guess the same thing, don't try. Like, And I don't mean that in a bad way. I want him to try. But I mean don't try to be like, don't ruin the rest of your life and skip over being a kid or enjoying you know, a relationship or something because all you're focused on is I'm going to be this big star of a football player and you screw up other parts of your life because that's all you care about. Like try but do others too. I, 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 hopefully that makes sense. Uh, I don't know if anything I've said tonight makes sense, but uh, it's about time I'm going to cut this one. Um, I hope it wasn't horrible. I hope you guys all...
took something away from my ramblings. Maybe it'll just turn out that you all agree I have ADHD and nothing I said makes sense. Um, either way, uh, dad bods out, bitches. Bye, 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 bye.